Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth and Transparency Podcast. It's your engineer and favorite feds, favorite fed, Mr. Smith, also known as the Soundbite Poppy, also known as Mr. Damn, son, where'd you find this? So we're taking some time out for the holidays to spend with our loved ones, you know, be with family before the Samarion variant puts an icebox where our hearts used to be. You know what I'm saying? I, No, no, that wasn't good. We're just going to leave that there. But we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So uh, we here at the Truth and Transparency podcast compile a list of our favorite moments over the course of the year and want to share with you guys some of our top favorites. So hopefully you guys enjoy. Uh, this first moment was brought to us in episode 31 when talking about Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher regarding their bathing routines with showers. Uh, Kelsey, aka the redheaded assassin, delivered an iconic line that will later become its own podcasting episode. Take a listen. First of all, Malcolm, you know damn well they don't use washcloths. I don't even know why you tried to say that. Um, they are a soap to skin type of people. I could hear it in their in what I read. <laughs> also, I've never understood that whole just like soap straight to like skin thing. And do you just your hand is not an adequate washcloth? It can't get in all the nah. You you need a washcloth to fully see. One thing about me is I'm a hoe, so like I have to be clean so that I can be ready for anything. I just realized what you just said. <laughs> Damn, this water really hitting right now. Um, that's crazy. I'm sorry. Um, and, I, I, you know. I, I didn't I, hear you. I didn't hear you over the water. Um, What, what was that, Kelsey? I said, I'm a hoe. Uh-huh. H-E-A-U-X. Classy uh-huh. hoe. Uh, <laughs> so I have to be clean to make sure that I'm ready for anything. And I like for my hoes to be just as clean um, so that there's so that we can do all that we want to do with each other. If you catch my drift. Coming from that moment in episode 34, we start to go into the definition of what a whole phase actually is when things take a turn. Moral of the story, friends will always keep it real with you and joke on you in the same breath. <laughs> Take a listen. Yeah, so listeners, we're talking about whole phases. So I could give a definition of a whole phase, but um, I'm going to let the uh, the whole supreme um, the, define this, please. Uh, Kelsey, can you tell us what a whole phase is? First of all, I like absolutely all of those. Um, that was just, that was amazing. <laughs> But um, I would say a hoe phase is, hmm, it's a time when you're just really focused on having meaningful uh, and and frequent uh, sexual encounters. Uh huh. Very well. Um, <laughs> Well, yes, listening. it's a it's we'll about the uh, it's about the quantity as well as the quality, um, and you know it's yeah yeah I'd say that's I'd say that's pretty accurate. Okay. Yeah. So I I, I think our 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 our, a, our professor with the PhD in all right I'm done I I I've got <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I, I I got no more to take my professor Freaknik the PhD of pain. See, you gonna you said you read my mind. I wasn't gonna say it. I did. It's fine. 
Miss <laughs> like, Smith, I don't like the way you're looking at me right now. He puts the P in PhD. Ah. <laughs> he puts the D in PhD too. Miss um, Smith, I'm, I'm, not, I'm wondering what this look is. I mean, do you have anything you want to add to the definition of a whole face? Honestly, I don't even know if I can do it any justice better than Kelsey did because he labeled it perfectly. Uh, it's just you being able to be in a, in a quality of life and where you do as you please with whoever you please and just make sure that you're confident in what you're doing and don't have any, uh, I guess, restrictions or not restrictions, but uh, you don't have any strings attached to it, such as a relationship. You just go in, you have a need, we all have needs, you get in, you keep pushing. I, I see you. It sounds like you're writing a dissertation on hoeing for your master's degree. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm just going to stick with my bachelor's. I'm a Hirsch. I don't need no master's right now. A bachelor's I, in back shots, if you will. <laughs> wow! Queen C uh, typed it. I just read it. That's it. <laughs> tag team off the roof. Oh, my God. There's a lot going on. I do, I would like to add just an extra clarification. Because, like... This next moment comes from episode 44, when having a discussion of what folks bring to the table for the relationship, I, Mr. Smith, decided to share a moment in my online dating history that tended to proceed with this very subject. I guess the lady in question wanted more than what I could offer. <laughs> Take a listen. Um, so, for Brother X's birthday, uh, we decided to head to... God damn it, Taswell. We decided to head to... Uh, the good old state of eight, uh, the good old state of Georgia, specifically Atlanta. Um, now, of course, I've been on Hinge, Bumble, Black, and Tinder. This particular, you know, I, I was like, you know, I, I've made sure to be honest and upfront um, with all of my intentions. So I'll make sure to say, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. Hey, I'm just trying to converse and all that. Like, I'm making sure that I put the intentions up front, so I'm not lying to you. I'm not trying to steer you in another direction and all that good stuff. So this person uh, matches with me when I am on my way to get Brother X from the airport. And, you know, we're messaging back and forth and, you know, she just kind of like, hey, are you, do you live in Atlanta? Uh, you know, blah, 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 all that good stuff. So as I pull up, she decides to call me on the app. Brother X gets in the car and the car and the phone call is in the car. So he hears everything, right? So she's asking like, oh, what are we trying to do? Oh, we're trying to, you know, and we told her straight up like, oh, we're going to do this wing tour while we're here and, you know, some other things. She goes on to say that she doesn't like certain establishments because they are in the not safer part of Atlanta and that she expects, you know, she would suggest these types of places, whatever. At the end of the call, Mal uh, Brother X told me to wrap that thing up. And I was like, all right, um, so are you going to hang out with us or not? She's like, you know what? I'm not going to, you know, I, I'd rather, I'm going to just pass on this because you're not from here. The likelihood that we're not, that we're going to see each other is slim to none. So I'm going to pass, but it was good talking to you. Bet, no problem. I said, good talking to you. We left it alone. Probably 10 minutes after we got back to the house, the Airbnb, this girl messaged me and says, well, we go to brunch if you want. Brother X looks directly at me and says, mm -mm, mm -mm, don't do it, nigga. That's five to 10. Mm -mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. She's looking for a free meal. Yep. So, you know, 
at the time we were getting ready for our first night of the of the weekend. So I said, you know what? I got a little time. Let's 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 go down this rabbit hole. Let's see where we can go. So I said, oh, what did you have in mind? She said, Ooh, I know this place called Breakfast at Barney's. Now, listeners, y'all know I'm a financially responsible person and I do my research. Every restaurant usually has an online menu that you can look up. The first thing that I saw was that you could get hookah there. And I immediately said, mm, strike one. That's a red flag. Because I already know if you can get hookah there, that means it's about osmosis. It also means that I'm going to be paying a pretty penny for someone that I'm not even going to talk to. Strike two was when I, strike two, three, four, five, and six was when I saw one entree on there that was called the Mansa Musa Tower. People, <laughs> that menu item was $1,000 for two bottles of Aces or Don Perignon, some orange juice, some 24 karat pancakes and some uh, some other crazy egg benedict whatever so i'm like okay i already know what's gonna go on with this you trying to get a free meal out of me so i decided to flip the script like oh why don't we go to snooze because me and brother x were already planning to go to snooze because listeners we plan stuff we actually do our research we don't have an argument of what we're gonna do because we already know what we're gonna do facts so she ended up suggesting this other place and uh, long story short, you know, we ended up just, we ended up not hanging out that weekend because, uh, you know, I, she was like, oh, you should be, go hang with your brother for his birthday. You know, you don't got time for me. And I'm going, well, the reason we're here is because of him. So why would I ditch him to be at a brunch date with you? Like, what are you looking for? Fast forward two weeks later and I'm in the middle of a work call at five o'clock <laughs> on a Monday. And out of nowhere, she just calls me on the app randomly. Of course, I can't answer because as Brother X, culture scientist, Queen C, and Taz well know, I'm a busy person that works a Fed job that nobody knows what the hell I do and they're going to keep it that way. Um, so I didn't answer. I finished my work call. I messaged her said, hey, sorry, I missed your call. What's up? Her exact response was, so why didn't you call me back? I said, well, I just, you know, I've been on a work call. I can't switch over. So, you know, but I'm here now. What's up? Instantly unmatched, defriended everything. And literally, I just went like, um, okay. But then I thought to myself, hmm, something tells me she wanted one of them scammers from ATL with a lot of money that can blow a bag on a Balenciaga or a Birkin or take her to breakfast at Barney's or throw a thousand dollars in Magic City. And I ain't that nigga. So... Long story short, make sure you know who you're getting with and make sure you you have the conversations. Not, not a debate. Right. Don't try to call them out. Just have a simple convert conversation saying, hey, I like this. What do you like? There's, easy, there's better ways to say what do you bring to the table than what do you bring to the table. This next clip comes from episode 44. When talking about the things that people bring to the table, Queen C gives a great term that a lot of us in the dating world can use going into 2022 in order to find that partner that will be with you for the rest of your life. Take a listen. Yeah, I wanted to piggyback off Taswell as well, um, where he said that he never asked his wife the question of, well, what are you bringing to the, the table? Please understand if you are in a relationship with somebody and they're actually asking you, verbally asking you this question, or you are being asked this question, please understand that in their mind, the answer is little to nothing, which is why they're asking. Or you're not showing it as well as you think you might be showing it. 
Exactly. Which again, in their mind is little to nothing. You could be the whole buffet, but if you are not showing it, what is it doing for your partner? Like, I love this phrase. One of my godmothers uses, she doesn't say spouse or husband or wife. She says a partner in purpose. Ooh, wait, a, wait, wait, say that again, say that again, say that again. A partner in purpose. That is who you need to find. You need to find your partner in purpose. Their purpose is your purpose and vice versa. Now, if you want to talk about traditional relationships, that is the basis of a lot of modern day relationships that still follow a traditional uh, outline. Agreed. So if you're being asked this question, please really think about what do I bring to the table that I know I have and what am I actually giving to this person? Because it may not be the same. You may think you give it, you got mac and cheese, but all you giving is, you know, a little dry biscuit from Popeye's. <laughs> I was going to say the craft. You might be, you think you giving <laughs> the fresh, the mama's, the mama's mac and cheese with the arm, you know, that wop mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh, but in all but it's slightly, dead, it's the blue box. giving that like, box mac and cheese. The dry biscuit, no water. Telling you. How did we get here? That's what you think. I am so confused and bewildered. Help, please. <laughs> Mr. Smith, please get us back on track. We Hopefully. are on track. We are on track. Some people, all they have to bring is um, their walk. I'm just saying. Exactly. But, but that was just one example. But here's the issue. You didn't call it WAP. You called it generic. Back. You pretty much called it great value. You didn't even give I'm a I'm telling Chris. you what they think. They think they have the WAP. The next moment comes also in episode 34, when a man from Alabama is captured by police. When the news team is interviewing him as he's being escorted out, he makes some pretty outlandish remarks, which makes for an interesting conversation and reenactment. Here's a listen. Hello, my name's Jeff McCann. I'm running for mayor of Mobile, Alabama, baby. Hey, I ain't sending my makeup. I'm still gonna run. I'm running for the mayor, I promise you. Why did you take the vehicle? Man, if I had a woman like you, I wouldn't eat so far. Come on, Jeff. But- Pause. Mrs. Smith, you know what that makes me think of? Bruh. Continue. I took it because God told me to. Pause. Mrs. Smith? Bruh. Play it again. God help me do everything. I steal everything, man. I stole you. I steal your heart, baby. Come on, Jeff. Let's get in, buddy. Pause. Mrs. Smith? Bruh. Um, listeners, this man is unstoppable. This man is going for the three P. My man is on fire. Mr. Smith, do you have the other clip? Play, please. He's on fire. That's how my man has shot every shot possible in the span of not even, I'm sorry, 25 seconds. Like he is undefeated. I'm afraid to listen to the rest of the video, but um, we shall continue in What the Fuck Studios. Continue. I don't know if you heard that, listeners, but um, he said, y'all help me get get away from the police. Pause. Well, not this time. But you 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 think? I'm so sorry, listeners. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Continue. All right. Uh, Mr. Smith, play the rest of the video. 
Watch out, still the car, man. Did you take it? Mr. Smith, I'm sorry, I don't know if we got any more in the chamber. Um, but can you play that soundbite again? Bruh. Thank you. <laughs> like his name was Jeff from Alabama. Can, can you can you play that? Can you do the just just, just run it back? Jeff. Run it back to the beginning. My name is Jeff. <laughs> All right, um, huh, just, man, there's just so much. Um, this is the king just playing the background. We're just going to go play by play real quick. Y'all got my reaction, so. Just, listeners, he looks exactly how he might look. He looked like he'd do some dumb stuff. Like a broke down flavor play. He looked like the long distant cousin. And that's the end, that's bad. My man got one lock hanging off his head looking like Little Wayne's locks. Well, this is not as bad as, um, Julio. Coolio got them dookie dreads. He got two. He got two? And he has a hat. Out here looking like uh, looking like Piccolo from he Dragon Ball Z. That makes it. Okay, um, uh, Queen C, go ahead. He looked like his cousin is the girl from the video that said, I'm legally blind and I cannot see. Bruh. Um, what listeners, what you didn't hear was there was another gentleman who got arrested with uh Jeff. And you just look on his face, like, you know how we talk sometimes about, like, we're talking about low blues or whatever, and you're like that friend that's come along for a ride and is like immediately regretted it. So that's I, what your friends look like. And then as he's saying, I'm gonna steal a police car, you looking at your friend like, shut the fuck up. Like, dog, we are literally in a police car. You talking about stealing a police car. What are we doing? Uh, yes, Kelsey. It's the unmitigated niggardry for me. <laughs> The like I just <laughs> can I get a lay uh, 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 a country of origin for this word? Is that coming um, from Wakanda? Uh it it came from wherever the fuck he's from because it's just. <laughs> so I think he's from Mississippi. So Mississippi gets your people. I just can't even like every every single part of this. I just can't even. I don't even. I don't even know how to process this. It's, it's, it's a lot, Mr. Smith. It's a niggardry overload. Yes, this is just a lot. Huh. Hold on, but Mr. Smith, before we go any further, we have to highlight the fact we're not going to drive by this man smooth while he's getting walked out in handcuffs, hit on the reporter. Like, Mr. Smith, I'll play the audio for that real quick. Baby, hey, I ain't turning on my makeup. I'm still going to run. Now I'm running for the mayor. I promise you. Why did you take the vehicle? Man, if I had a woman like you, I wouldn't even take it. Come on. Pause. My man, what? Just like you heard his whole tone change. Like you have to have some type of cojones. The nervousity. Yes, the nervousity to call back to an old episode. He's smooth was shooting his shot while he's getting taken away. And the police officer's like, dog, the fact that he knows you by name like that and called you, come on, Jeff. It's like, nigga, we know you don't do this all the time. Nigga, this is a Thursday for us. Um, yes, post scientist. I would like to know what exactly did God tell you to do? Like, I want a play-by-play from him. Mm -hmm. The conversation that he had with God. Mm -hmm. Just you know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I, I think I can go. We're still on what the fuck to do. So I think I can go with my mind. Um, can you play God? Can you play God for me? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go there real quick. All right, yes. All right. 
Yes, Lord. Yes. Yeah, this Jeff, baby, from, from Mississippi. Okay. Yeah, you got the right, Jeff. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. what I want you to go do. Uh-huh, I'm listening, Lord. I'm listening, I'm listening. There's a lady over there uh -huh, uh -huh. who's in labor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she needs help. Uh-huh, so I, I know she be out there have a baby. I yeah. want you to go to the fire station. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And go get help. Yes, I I, I, I do it, Lord. I still do it. And you see it. a car. Uh-huh. Try to tell somebody with a car. Do I leave a note for them? Don't take the car. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Find somebody with a car. If so you, you get to the fire station uh -huh, uh -huh. with the car. Right, right, right. You could. They should be So helpful. you want me to take the car, Lord? No. You sure you don't want to take the car? I want you to get help. Lord, 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 my, my prepaid minutes on my phone to die. And I can't I can't hear you. You said take the Jeff, car. Jeff, Jeff, don't steal the car, uh, Jeff. I, I, I'm going to steal the car, Lord. I'll be right back. All right, I'm going to get minutes after Why that. Why are you stealing the car, Jeff? Click. Jeff, no, Jeff, no. No. I did not tell you to do that, Jeff. See, Lord, the Lord told me to go ahead and do this. What is wrong with us? <laughs> that was some Angela Bassett, Denzel Washington right there. <laughs> this next moment comes from episode 27, when Brother X takes a vulnerable approach and brings the listeners into his world about a surgery that he needed to have. The culture scientist explains step-by-step -step a reenactment of what Brother X's surgery was going on and what was happening in the real time, which turns to some pretty funny commentary. Again, more of the story, you can always count on your friends and joke on you in your time of need. Take a listen. So they told me, I told them, just call me and give me updates. His surgeon called me when he when the surgeon was done. I don't think he closed you up personally because he called me at like 1130 and they didn't call me till like 12 something. So I thought it was weird. But anyways, maybe they had to make sure you woke up. But anyways. That's kind of important. That's true. So they kept, so he called me, got my update. I was like, all right, bet, cool. And like 30 minutes later, not even, I don't think. One of the nurses called me and they updated me. I said, thank you. Um, They're like, so then I was, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm on campus. So just call me when I guess I can speak to him. Like, 30 minutes now again, they call me again. Hey, he's in recovery. You can come see him. There's only an open window for five minutes. Uh, well, I can't leave right now. I have to kind of stay. Like, do I need to come? Are you telling me that I only can see him for five minutes? And they're like, yes. I said, okay, well, I cannot come right this moment. I will come in about 30 minutes. Let me just finish what I'm doing. 15 minutes pass. They call me again. Are you on your way? Is he in discharge? Is he being discharged? Is he awake? Is he is he okay? Is I'm there a problem? While she's work dealing with all this. Like, is there a problem? Like I told you, I'm technically at work. And you're only and I, you want me to come across campus, which is not that far. Like I could have did it, but then I have to come in through the hospital, go back through a COVID screening again. And then find way, walk, find my way through the Maisie Hospital, and then f figure out where he is actually located. That's gonna take me thirty minutes just to get there for a five minute thing for me to go right back. So I was like, I already messaged him, like a good girlfriend. Mind I you. messaged him. I didn't see my phone until they brought me all my shit. That's fine. <laughs> I needed to make sure I messaged you. I was like, hey, I hear you're out of surgery. You're doing good, you know. I will be there as soon as I can. When you get this message, please respond. And mind you, 
She sent it at like 12, so like at one something. You didn't respond. I didn't respond until 1.30. That's probably, that's the time that I got my phone. That was probably like, okay, they got me my shit. Like I got my glasses, like I could see. They called me while I was walking into the hospital. I said, I am walking in. Okay, guys, leave me alone. I'm coming. I understand. So needless to say, I had a great surgeon, but here's the kicker. You want to know the funniest part? that like this, this is how we bring this story all the way back to this origin story. So, um, um, guess, could you take a guess on the name of my be, surgeon? He could be Karen's husband. Take, take a guess on what my surgeon's name was. Was it Kyle? No. No. Think of something. Think really, of horror villains. Think of horror and very, very famous. Famous horror villains. Was Let's it Jason? Close. No, not Jason. Freddy? No, no. not Freddy. Michael? My Michael surgeon's Myers? name was Michael Myers. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I kid you not. We are months out before this surgery and all this craziness happens. I see the name when they send me the appointment. I was like, like Michael Myers, isn't that a horror movie? Like, I'm about to get operated on by Michael Myers. Like, the last thing I'm, I'm sure, and I know he was wearing a regular mask, or whatever, but I swear, somebody in my mind's eye told me, when I'm going under the end of the season, the last thing I'm going to see is him pulling the, the, the Halloween mask over his face right before he's about to do the surgery. You know, with a name like that and him being a surgeon and surgeons being able to rule their OR, you know, he might have a surgical mask that looks just like that to play on his name. Like I have, I a, really need to know. I'm asking. I have a post op with him in, in a couple of weeks. And I'm going to ask him. Like, so did you wear the mask? Because <laughs> if that happens, I got the best party story ever. I'm be like, can you take a picture, please? Like, I just need. I it just gotta happen. <laughs> All right. So after that whole, um, yes, Mrs. Smith, <laughs> you have thoughts. Anybody else? Anybody? Kelsey got thoughts. I know he did. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let Kelsey go first. I'm going to get my thoughts. Up. I'm going to let him go first. I just got to play this because that whole goddamn story, bro. Jesus Christ. Just Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to go last. Kelsey, you take the floor. I, I You know, and I, I, I really only have one thing to say. And it was like towards the beginning when you were talking about how you had to get the uh, the shots um done and i just wanted to say that um those are not the back shots that i'm used to <laughs> so <laughs> why order order i have been holding that in throughout this entire Thank story you, i was like you i'm not typing it in the chat i'm gonna wait until i have my moment so i can say this out loud <laughs> order on the podcast I saw that, and the one thing I didn't put in the chat when they said they had to do six shots, like around it, my first thought was throw that ass in a circle. But oh no! Yes. So yes. since we're here, and yes. I can laugh at myself in this moment, I'll let Mr. Smith go in a moment. So basically, the procedure that they had to do, normally you have to use sutures and stuff to like to stitch up. So basically. What they did, because you normally like they put like some stitches in, put some gauze on it to cover the wound area. Yeah, they didn't do that. They fucking arts and crafts my ass back together. They use stitches and glue to glue my ass back together. They use paper mache. 
just so you guys know that this is like, a normal practice. Hold on. I was three-fourths of an ass, like a good two hours. It's supposed to be healthier for your skin. Uh, but like, yes. I gave it new meaning to the word half-ass. So you're saying that Michael Myers used a jigsaw saw puzzle on your ass. <laughs> like, I'm surprised I didn't have to Friday go down to Atlanta to get a BBL. Out here looking like a bad bitch. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they took you to Santa Domingo and you was one of them ladies flying back to Atlanta with a BBL? Yes, because the only comfortable spot for the first couple of nights was I had to sleep on my stomach. So you have the ass that the white girl in the previous story would have paid for. Like they reshaped they reshaped my ass. Unfortunately. My whole thought process is mm, that sucks when you go to the bathroom. I mean, but if they want to reshape mine, I'm just saying. I, mean, I don't know if I can do this anymore. <laughs> um, don't worry. I'm going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode because it's a lot. Not, this is not for the adult, adults. At all. Oh, do God. not listen to this around your children. Uh, mm. uh, oh, all I got to say to that is um, she got a big booty so I come big booty. I, I walked like I walked with a lip for, for the first couple of days. Okay. Oh, and that was the crazy part. I literally had to go to two functions. You didn't that have to. I asked you. you. I said, do you, I'm sorry, do let you me clarify. feel up to it? I went to two other functions because I was trying to be a supportive boyfriend and friend and go to two events. Oh, that was painful. That was a lot. But I left it down. You know, ironically, you walked like you I did after my, my first time getting back. You left my back ass back. at home on Sunday. You talk about me. Wait a minute. Hold on. Fuck. Hold on. No. No. Fuck out. Kelsey, you are. You did not just say that. I need an adult. I missed it. I need an adult. I need an adult here. Adult. What did Kelsey say? I no, said, ironically, <laughs> ironically, Malcolm, you walked like I did my first time getting back shots, too. <laughs> I am not respected among my peer group. Is that what your table is? <laughs> and this last moment was from the most recent episode 46. When talking about gift giving and how Christmas means, Brother X gives the culture scientists a gift for the anniversary that I'm pretty sure she will never forget. I was so happy to be there in that moment and be able to take it in real time. Take a listen. So Tia, here's your anniversary gift. Anniversary. Anniversary. It's your anniversary. Yes. I've got to try that on the podcast. <laughs> it's our anniversary. So, you remember how we always had our conversations? Because <laughs> we're nerds. So, not that one. I want you to look at the other one first. Yes. Do you want to check out the box? All right. So, I want you to open. I want you to collect this item. Here it is. <laughs> it's like hair. Gotta be real careful with this. Very special. Yeah, it's so cute. Okay. She gonna stare. Uh, she 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 a little heavy headed like us. So you can lay it down for right now. <laughs> oh, look at the earrings. Yeah, I know, right? I oh, it's so cute. <laughs> All right, and um, once you open this one. 
person I wouldn't go through anything hell I've gone through a whole pandemic through someone and it would only be you um would you do me the pleasure of being my person my favorite headache for the rest of my life always and forever I love you And so that was just a few of the moments that we here at Truth and Transparency podcast figured was some of our best. There were so many others to choose from and we couldn't fit it all. So just wanted to leave you guys with a quick snippet while we're on this mini break. Uh, if we want to reach out to us, here's all of our social media handles, the TNT pod one, two, three on Twitter, the truth and transparency pod on Instagram, the truth and transparency podcast on Facebook. And if you have a question you want to ask us, if you want us to read on air, if you have a story you want to just tell us, or if you just want to let us know how we do, how we're doing, because, you know, we need donations and affirmations because we're children. Uh, you can reach out to us at truth and transparency pod one, two, three at gmail.com that is truth and transparency pod one two three at gmail.com and of course as brother x always says and we really mean at the end of every episode if this podcast gets no bigger than what it already is brother x is grateful i am grateful the culture scientist is grateful and we will see you in 2022 take care everyone oh shit here we go again i like turtles Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know, man.